Welcome into Baltimore Sports Today, the daily podcast from the Baltimore Sports Report Network. This is episode 397 for Thursday, May 11th, 2017. I'm Zach Will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Joined as always, rain or shine, I'm a good friend, Jabby Burns. How are you today, Jab? <laughs> Just, uh, I mean, if you if you have a kid and you listen to this podcast, don't watch sports. Just don't. <laughs> just just hang out. Enjoy. Let them like find go, another hobby. Yeah, go to the museum. Like I see people doing on Sundays at one o'clock, which is just crazy to me. Um, have them get into like going to the uh, we aquarium. We really like the aquarium. Get into sharks, like my boy Noah is. Sharks. Just do anything. Not the San Jose Sharks because that's hockey. Just anything that had nothing to do with sports. Because as much as I love when the teams win, it is soul crushing when a team like. The Caps, who, again, I'm not trying to pretend like I've, I invented hockey, but we've been getting into this team of late, and to watch it with your family and to have a soul-crushing defeat, the way they played, Zach, is almost... Uh, that part is even worse to me. But I hate this. I hate using this term, Zach, but same old Caps. It's so frustrating because we watched Game 6 and felt like they had turned a corner um, and were playing different and carrying momentum. Um and game seven was sort of the complete opposite of uh, of all of that. I don't I don't know who these two teams were, uh, the Caps team that showed up in game six and the Caps team that showed up in game seven. Um, but man, I mean, rather than rather than stringing us along, making us feel like you know this is finally going to be the time in which uh, we see them propel past the Penguins uh, in a decisive game seven, down three one, coming back to do it. Just, just lose it a little earlier for me next time. All right, don't, don't, don't make me go this far. Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't break my heart as bad as as you did last night. The thing that was crazy to me, and you know, Zach, I, I look into some lines here and there. Um, the Caps were almost a two, two and a half to one favorite, meaning that if you laid two hundred to win a hundred as them favorites last night, and I can understand that, you know, home ice uh, presidents thing. By the way, throw that thing right in the garbage. You could throw that presidents cup trophy, whatever that dumb thing is. If they hang that banner of rising, I'm burning it down. <laughs> it's just the worst, the dumbest thing ever. Um, but you know, you see it, and you go, well, the Caps. To don't usually win game sevens, let alone win game sevens against Pittsburgh. And then I found this nugget right before the game that Pittsburgh was 5 0 in game sevens on the road. Weird. Um, you know, it's just the way that they go. Uh, and it wasn't just how the pins played, because honestly, I think the pins played better than the Caps, obviously. But they I did. think the Caps played one of the worst games I've seen them play all year. Yeah. Yeah. All the way around. Now, there were some shots. There were some chances, obviously. Um, Flurry was standing on his head. But I feel like the Caps just missed. And then at one point, Jackson said, this was in the late second period, early third period, shoot the GD puck. Uh-huh. Like, just shoot the puck. I mean, how many pretty passes can we not um, be crisp on? I get it. When they score, it's great. And I was telling my uh, parents-in-law who were in town here, and my uh, mother-in-law was asking me about it. And I said, you know, one, there's a two, two things in hockey. And tell me if I'm right, Zach, on this one. There's pretty and gritty. And the Caps would be considered pretty, and more the gritty team is going on to play in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It was tough. They had plenty of uh, plenty of great chances. I mean, when they were down one nothing, you felt like, okay, look, they've had yeah. they've had a couple bad bounces. Um, you know, if they if they keep shooting the way that they're shooting, they could, they could tie this thing up. It's a puck it, luck, right? Take Zach, it to overtime. Luck. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Take it to term. overtime and and win this thing. Uh, and then they went down two nothing, and you were you were just you, you 
I was ready to pack it in. I mean, I thought well, there's no way they're climbing out of a two nothing hole. They couldn't get Holpe off when they were trying to. Uh, oh my god, that was so sad. It was it was brutal. It was really painful. Uh, I will tell you this too. Of the power play, it was no. tough to watch. Hey, OV8, you were responsible for both of those goals, in my yeah. opinion. Again, I'm not a puckhead. I just tell you this. He didn't get back on the first one. Then he turns the puck over on the second goal, which, by the way, I hope he's got to get if you're if you're this quote-unquote great goaltender. I understand it's a tough angle, but last time I checked, Flurry was standing legitimately on his head um, for some open nets that they were unable to cash in on. So I, I'll get it. I, I will say the effort was there. But Ovi just seems to come up very, very small in these kind of spots. And I hate beating up on just him because he's the – Face of the franchise. Nick Braxstrom, you didn't do anything last night, too, except for missing open net. Um, Shattenkirk, good riddance to you, sir. I, I don't care about your game winner in this series. You're terrible. Sorry, you just are. And this team's going to look a lot different next year, and I hope it includes TJ Oshie because that's somebody that I can definitely get behind and somebody that I feel like is um, – you know, somebody that you need more of a grinding type guy, but he's going to, I mean, his salary is going to be out the roof yeah, because if, I was trying to tell Jackson, he said, well, they'll just bring Oshie back. And I was like, well, Oshie, if, if he's on any other team than with Ovechkin and Bastrom, he's probably the best offensive player, right? Would you say? I know yeah. a lot of regular teams out there. So there is a team out there that'll take TJ Oshie, pay him what the Caps can't pay because I got so much invested in these Russians that, um, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting next year. It's over. Um, I've had a, it was a great ride. It was fun, but uh, it's it's the way they lost that. If they would have lost like in overtime and grinded and, and played well, and then I would just tip my cap to Penguins. And Penguins are a better team. I'm not going to say they're not. But over seven games, this went seven games. It was one of the worst game sevens I've ever seen from at least aside from that I root for. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Know. But at least the Orioles had a good one. Yeah, on the other side, the <laughs> Orioles, who uh, Wade Miley came out and, and pitched well early on. Uh, I mean, gave up gave up what uh, run in the fourth and uh, one in the fifth. But look, five innings, two earned runs against the Nats team, who I know the Orioles had won the first two games. Which, by the way, according to the Mass and Cup rules, right, Jab? The, yep, the Orioles, didn't leave it's still here. Even 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 if they lose tonight, it's still theirs, right? That's yeah. Ryder Cup rules. If it's tied, uh, we get it. So the worst case scenario in the last eleven series last 11 years against the Nats. Worst case scenario is going to be 7-1-3 and three with three three ties if they're able to pull it out. But we've won five straight cups. Um, so this would be the sixth straight, depending on, you know, again, we came up the rules. So it's Ryder Cup rules. you got to win the cup. You can't tie the cup. So the Orioles will it'll continue to stay here in Guilford. I shined it up. We've been parading it around on um, on uh, Scott and Jeremy's show, getting a lot of run there. But uh, I would like to, to take care of business today. I will say this one thing about the Orioles. They are a resilient bunch where a walk-off doesn't really matter to, the, to them because let's just go back to that Yankee series on Friday night um, in the DeLorean and how bad they played Friday and Saturday and to be able to come back and still win Sunday. That's what I love about baseball is next next week, it's or the next game is your what best pitcher. Yeah. You're only good as your next pitcher. Well, our best pitcher is going tonight. Now, that being said, the Orioles took care of business against both Max Scherzer and Strasburg, and the bullpen has got to figure some things out yeah, here. They do. Too much work with your boy Brock. I'm sorry. he's just It's not his fault. He's not used to this, but I think his numbers first 12 games were outstanding no earned runs his last i think it's zach last 11 innings i think he's given up eight or nine earned runs yeah yeah it's it's concerning (laughs) and givens i think has been good people now of course today the hot take is buck doesn't always do what do you want buck to do people really what what, tell you tell me who you'd put in in the closers role i will i would love to listen yeah i don't i mean uh, i don't know what what do what do people want what what is the what's the better option 
Well, that the people are saying th- throw O'Day. Well, I've heard plenty of people on Twitter and other places saying when O'Day comes in there, oh, he can't be the closer. Listen, we don't have a closer now. Our closer yeah. is down in Sarasota right now rehabbing till probably after the All-Star break, in my opinion, if not later than that. Okay, And this is something Zach and I talked about weeks ago when we heard Forum. When Zach texted me on that Sunday and said, not good news about Zach Britton, I you know made some calls just to Forum for my hurt or for a wrist or whatever it is. I thought he rushed back, in my opinion. I mean, I'm no doctor, but I felt like he rushed back a little bit, Zach, from that. Maybe a little bit more rest. But now we're to the point where he didn't look right. He's going to probably stick there in a while. And let's not pretend that when he comes back, all of a sudden he's going to be Zach Britton, you know, 2016 all over again. I think think it's a bigger concern now that I – if I'm the Orioles, I would actually go out and maybe – see if we can go get some bullpen help because there's nobody in the minors are going to bring up to be able to help. Well, we are going to talk about uh, a possibility of training Keon Kim, and maybe that can be for uh, for some bullpen help since they are not playing him. And since I think he pinch hit last night, Zach, I did see that <laughs> since, first guy off the bench, what sixth inning, and then you just burn him. Now, I don't know if he uh, if how much value he has since he never plays, but I would think that some team that uh, you know is. Savvy to uh, on base percentage would would want a guy with his skill set. So yeah, uh, maybe they can maybe they can send him out. As sad as it is to see him go, uh, maybe they can send him out to get a little bullpen help. It's crazy to me that looking up uh, the the Orioles um, starters versus relievers over the last seven days that they're starting pitching uh, has been better by ERA according uh, to their or compared to their relievers. Not not by a huge margin. Uh, their starters have a 3.38 ERA over the last seven games. That's the crazy part to me. <laughs> and the Orioles relievers have 3.54. So it's not so it's not huge. But uh, but you know the, the, how long has it been since the Orioles' starting pitching staff has been better uh, than their bullpen, and we're kind of at that that place right now. Yeah, and nobody should be surprised either. It's it's not the, that Zach's not there. I always say this. It's not just Zach. It's now you're starting to work your way back. Everybody's out of the roles that they normally would be in. Your Givens is coming in earlier. O'Day's coming in earlier. Hart's coming in to face a lefty. He's, his role really doesn't change that much, Zach, but it, he's going to have to get out some righties here too just to kind of save the bullpen. A lot of innings already coming on, um, obviously with Brock, but innings coming on with O'Day, more innings coming on with Givens. Um, I actually like the kid Asher. I don't know where you can fit him in to the bullpen um, in the back end. I don't know if he gets fit in there somehow. Maybe he's more of the – I still think he's the long relief guy, um, a better version of McFarlane and some of these other guys that the Orioles have paraded out there in the past. I just like what he does and what he brings. He throws downhill, throws strikes, those kind of things. But you're right. Now, the starters are actually starting to pitch better. we got Chris Tillman back over this past weekend. So the rotation has been kind of stabilized in a, in a way, which is weird to say with the Orioles, um, especially the ball, though. We were there the other night. Abaldo's ball was moving all over the place, pitched really well against the Nats. But you really never know, right? You can't you can't guarantee. The one thing I can guarantee you is the Orioles' best starting pitcher is going tonight against the, against the Nats, who have, I think it's Jacob Turner, which is a rookie who's filling in for one of their injured guys um, out there for the Nationals. So the, the, the good thing is the Orioles probably, I would say, favorably have a very good shot of winning tonight, taking three or four, um, and then taking that uh, that bullpen, that Maligar bullpen, to a can, to Kansas City, to a team that's not really hitting the ball very well at all. I think one of the worst offenses in baseball. So hopefully over the weekend they can get a little rest from that bullpen, off day on Monday, um, and then you know obviously right back into the NL East, of course, yeah. or AL East. Yeah, actually it looks like AJ Cole tonight for oh Cole, uh, for okay. Yeah, that's even better because I like Turner. I thought Turner, but I guess Turner came out of the bullpen though th- throughout the week here. I think. 
Um, but either way, Bundy on the mound for uh, for the O's. You know, you got to feel confident getting that uh, getting that feeling every time he comes out. What about the way this one ended? Uh, Jason uh, Worth, a couple of former Orioles, by the way. It's still weird bat, for me seeing way, Matt Weider. Oh my gosh, yeah. They Gary Thorne talking about pitches per plate appearance um, for for uh, Jason Worth was just a really funny thing because it's just the opposite of of every guy in the Orioles lineup, except for um, Kim. Except for Kim. Well, I said in the Orioles lineup. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Kim's on the Orioles bench. Uh, and and just worked, worked the count and worked the count and got the pitch he wanted and hit it 391 feet um, and made this a 6-5 game. Then uh, a couple batters later, we see Matt Wieters, who, you know, I've, I've watched this entire series, but it, it still is weird for me seeing Matt Wieters step into the box in, in Nationals. Uh, uniform. It was the first time uh, my wife saw it. She's like, "That's weird. That that's so strange." Yep. Um, and I completely feel the same way. Uh, but Weeders delivers uh, with with the walk off. So somebody won. A Washington team won last night. Not the Wizards. Not the Wizards. Not the Cavs. Nope. nope. Not these two guys on the on the on the behind the mics either. No. Um, no. Uh, it was awful. Uh, I'll say this, Matt. I was happy. I was happy for him. I, I will say this about the, the the ninth inning. I thought I really do think Jason Worth that bat was one of the best at bats I've seen in a while. In, in the situation he was, I think it actually fired up the. You know, he's a fiery guy in general. He needs a haircut. All the different things people talk about him, but he is a, he's a ball ball player that I think makes that because I don't think they have a tremendous amount of leaders because their leaders would be like Max. It's hard for a starting pitcher to be kind of a leader. Bryce is trying to be it. He's kind of awkward in that in that role. Zimmerman is not that loud guy. I just feel like Worth is the guy that gets him going. And so when he hits that homer, you know, he's looking at the bench. He came in like really fired up. And again, it's still 6'4 there. Um, or at that point, 6'5 there. And then Bryce, I thought, had a really good at bat being able to kind of serve it into left field. As soon as it, he got off his bat, I knew he was trucking for second base because that's just the way that it is and the way that the shift was on too. So then you get Zimmerman out, um, you know, walk. And then, you know, of course, Matt comes up second and third. And I'm just like, ah, eh, you know, we can get him out. First pitch, he just lines it right to Chris Davis, and I'm sorry, Chris, nine out of ten times, I think somebody put that into where nine out of ten times Chris should have that ball. I don't know if he was masked um, by the guy in first base or what the deal is, but either way, usually Chris Davis would pick that at least, and we're going to go to at least extra innings on a tie game, but it wasn't to be the case. Matt Weeders wins. I will say this, Zach, and I'm going to ask you this, and maybe it's just the the, the just the taste in my mouth that was so terrible. Hmm. Did they seem to celebrate a little bit more, or was that one of those where they're just tired of the Orioles just pounding them? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, was I, that good for Matt? Like, do you think there was a lot of different factors? I think going it was. Into I that? think it was good for Matt. He had a big game, by the way. Overall, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Matt Weeders. Let's see. He went three for five, two RBI. You've been good for him, man. Um, nice, nice game for him. He's hitting two eighty nine. He's he's playing well. I'm sure. I'm sure for him that was uh, that was a very big moment. You know, the yep. Orioles kind of kind of giving up on him. Uh, uh, you know, letting letting him go somewhere else. Signing late in the offseason. that was a probably a really special moment for Matt Weeders. Yeah. Um, and if I wasn't so pissed off, if I if I didn't have some kind of stomach flu or stomach <laughs> bug like I've had the past twenty four hours, no exaggeration. I, I don't know what. What has been worse, watching uh, the Orioles and Capitals lose the way that they did, or uh, uh, I'll spare you the details, but being nah, sick as I've you been. been a ch- you haven't been going to Chick-fil-A of late. I have not been going to Chick-fil-A. Actually, just saying the words Chick-fil-A right now still makes my stomach feel a little uh, queasy. But it sucks. Uh, I'm sure that was huge for, for Weeders, and maybe that's where uh, the celebration came in. I don't know that the Nationals are really, you know, 
I think we play a lot into this rivalry, um, a lot more into this rivalry than there actually is It's bigger is in there. Baltimore. It's bigger yeah. in Baltimore than it is in Nats. Because, again, I always say the Nats fans have been Nats fans for 20 minutes, so it's very difficult to, you know, have this big, you know, big rivalry when it comes to that. I think, and, or I think Baltimore's just got that inferiority complex against uh, DC in general. And let's be honest for anybody in the stands, the, the two games that were going on, one at Verizon center and one up in Boston were way bigger than what was going on in this game anyway. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, celebrate all you want Nats, but, but the two teams that were in the playoffs blew it again. And you probably will too come October. So, yes, uh, especially if they don't get that bullpen cleaned up because I know fat Alberts came in there and did some work and got the win tonight. He's got a 0.69 ERA. That ain't holding up, by the way. As somebody put in my timeline, which is still the, my favorite tweet, maybe of the year, did some did Matt Alberts eat all the ice cream out of the massive? Because <laughs> there's a picture of Matt Alberts going around that I have a screenshot. I don't know if I sent it to you, Zach. I don't know what happened to him, but it, let's just say it's the most unflattering picture of any baseball is player. Is there a guy? I know I've seen it. It's hilarious. Oh. Is there a guy in Major League Baseball that looks less like a baseball player than Matt Alberts? <laughs> His name is Fat Albers too. It just—it's so terrible that he, he was. No, there is nobody that worked looks worse. I'll say this: Bartolo Colon looks like Harper compared to Albers. <laughs> he does. Oh my God, David Lowe. I mean, Dave, you know what I mean? Like some of these guys with no percent body fat. I mean, and I think Albers is holding everything in his face too. <laughs> I'm just now I'm lashing out against Albers. Listen, I'm no. It was guy, a I'm frustrating gonna... night. It's okay. Oh, Let it out. God, good for him. Good for Fat Albers. He got a big dub. You go ahead and keep running him out there, Nationals, and see how that works out. Yeah, and Rizzo, if you want to keep telling everybody on radio shows that everything's going to be okay, the bullpen's going to come together, you can go ahead and pretend to say that to yourself. I'll say this. If the Nats had any semblance of a closer, they will they would already be clinched the division against um, uh, Patrick Guthrie's dysfunctional Mets, let's yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> what a debacle they had yesterday, too. Oh, my gosh. That team Again. is a debacle, too. There's oh, a lot nice. of debacles out there. That's the one thing I will say. We'll never be in that situation because I don't think our leader of the USS Oriole would ever let that thing happen. But if one of our players showed up, didn't want to show up at the, the, the ballpark for a migraine, quote-unquote, bad hangover from Seiko de Mayo, Matt Harvey um, – <laughs> I think it would be a much different situation, different t- tone in the our locker room than the one that's going on up there. Yeah, no doubt. No oh. doubt. Look at me just lashing out against Mets. I mean, just everybody. I'm just lashing out. It was a frustrating night. <sighs> it was It was tough. It was tough. And as I told you in the pregame, our Colonials, uh, the uh, the rec team that I coach, lost on a triple play. Yeah. It was the game on triple play. First and second, nobody out. Oh, oh baseball. Oh. Good news about baseball is that they'll be back out there tonight. Yeah, no, it's going to win tonight. <laughs> so we're back. We're back at it. Yeah, and this cap thing will sting for a bit. Um, you know, I actually have to say there were some tears in our household when when there was just I over. I it, man. It just sucks. You put invested in it. It's every other night. They're fun to watch. They give you such a good high. Saturday was such a fun game, and then to have them uh, on Monday you play. I just couldn't. I kept looking up at the score when it was five nothing in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, well, what the hell is going on? Might actually have this thing happen. So it is one of those complete and total troll jobs by the Caps by getting you all fired up, getting the game seven at and, home. And I've been hmm. through. I haven't been a hockey fan for super long, but I've been through this. I've seen the Caps do this crap. <laughs> I. I, I really believed they were going to win this game after the way that they played the last couple, especially in game six. I was very confident uh, coming home that th- this was it. This was going to be the way they turned it. And you know what? It was like you like you've said all along, man. If they win game seven, they move on. I, I feel like this is their year. And, and I was feeling that way last night. Even down one nothing, I was like, okay, not a big deal. Not a big deal. They can They can get back into this game. They can win this game. 
and again was was left wondering why where did that confidence come from why why did i ever feel so confident in this group because they really uh have done nothing you know since i've been a fan to to give me that kind of confidence no, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I, I, I'm with you. I felt the same way. Um, I feel bad for some of these real legit Caps fans out there that have been there through it and were down there last night because what a morgue that was probably walking out of that building last night. You, checking your phone to see if the Wiz are getting their boots set to them again up in, in, Washington, or in, in Boston. And really, as you're leaving the park, you're seeing the Orioles are up and you're like, well, pff, what a terrible night for DC sports. Well, luckily, probably six of them got to see uh, Matt Weeders walk off too. So um, terrible night in sports, but that's where they, that's where they play the games and, um, you know, get back at it tonight. And hopefully the Orioles can take care of business and finish off this Masson Cup in, in, in a good way. And then, head, like I said, head to Kansas City and hopefully we get some three complete games from our starters. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, burn up Dylan Bundy. That's what we need. Yeah, that's what we need. All right, Jabby Burns. I'm glad baseball is back tonight. I'm sad hockey's not back tonight, but at least we get another chance of baseball tonight. Oh, you can you can watch the Senators and um, Pins if you want. I'm, I'm done. done with that. This By the way, what they... happens? I end up I end up getting so burned out from a, a tough loss that I just that I'm I out. Nothing yeah. left. By the way, you can just go ahead. They'll be skating that dumb puck in Pittsburgh again. 100% they're not going to lose now at this point. I mean, with the teams that are left, you know, no offense to you Senators fans that are fired up. Uh, you know, good luck against that team with, you know, that team getting back away. Fleury's playing um, just just an awful one. But, hey, I want to give a shout-out real quick to our boy C-Rob, who sent you a yeah. fantastic tweet and a great idea, which we will be doing at some point when our teams yes. are not losing and <laughs> do terrible podcasts. Uh, but that's coming up here and also coming up in three shows. Your boys will be though, doing their 400th show and I hate patting ourselves on the back, but I'll do it. This is fun. I enjoy doing it and um, hopefully we'll some- come up with something creative. If you guys want to send some stuff, tweet us, let us know what you'd like to hear. If there's a certain segment that you like, if there's a game day that you like that yeah, we do, um, you know, the 400 show will be, will be a fun show. It won't probably be any different than the, you know, the one to nine shows that we do normally, but hopefully we can spice it up a little bit because we appreciate all you guys listening and um, tweeting us. I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. I echo those statements for sure. All so right. Let us know what you want to hear. It's coming up rapidly. Uh, so then we and more Pepto. You, so let us know. And send some Pepto-Bismol to Zach. It's uh, every 30 minutes. So in about 15 <laughs> minutes, I can have some more. Hey, you're losing weight, Zach. That's what you need, huh? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> How about you lose some weight for me? Uh, I, uh, I don't even want to. I don't want to get into it. Nobody needs to hear the details. So uh, well, that's just think about it. It's basically hours. what Zach's going to do in the next half hours. What the Caps did last night. <laughs> uh, all day yesterday. All right, Jabby Burns. Good talking to you, my friend. <laughs> you too, pal. Good job. I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Enjoy your day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.